0: Welcome to the SWP. It's brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford, your Ottawa-certified, pre-owned Ford dealer. They remove all of the worries with a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, vehicle history report, purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and a whole lot more. See, that's peace of mind when you're buying a vehicle. Check out JimKFord.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk. And we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker.
1: The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever.
0: Alright, welcome to our program. It is Steve Warren, Jim Jerome, getting after the world of sports and whatever. Talking NHL, Sens getting Detroit again, Owen Power making his NHL debut. Evgeny Malkin gets four games for taking out some teeth. Somebody else's, that is. Nick Faldo makes, uh, eh, makes everybody pretty upset at the Masters. We didn't talk about that. Uh, and I did say we'd get into a master's free zone for a while, but it is pretty funny how everybody's mad at Nick Falda for giving away yeah, that's so <laughs> that, stupid. Uh, that Rory that So Malka stupid, record. that thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, stand-up comedian Gilbert Gottfried passes away today as does Canadian sprinter Desai Williams.
1: So, so much to get to today. James, how are you? Uh, Stevie, I'm good. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm on to a new show. How are you? You hurt your back, huh? Uh, I did
0: the most uh, physically exhausting thing in the world. That's putting on a hoodie. Somehow as I'm reaching out, I put my arm in and all of a sudden I get hammered by this wave of back spasms. So I texted you to say, hang on a minute. And then I basically couldn't follow up anything. I've spent the next 15, 20 minutes writhing on the ground like that Costa Rican soccer player against Canada. Awful. And then finally I was able to crawl down the stairs, got Michael to fire up the the shower. And uh, as soon as I got into the shower, had the hot water. Was the greatest relief, maybe,
1: of my life. It's the worst. It's the worst. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had it uh, uh, playing golf oh, down yeah. like a sack of rocks. Okay, and uh, of course, I've, I've, I mess around so much. No one ever believed me when I said, "You guys go ahead," and I am just going to lie down here in the rough for a while. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, golf. <laughs> this just didn't go, go. golf doesn't work too much for for back spasms yeah
0: exactly (laughs) you had uh, complained one time about not that i want you to get into a long story about kidney stones or anything like that how did it compare to your kidney stones episode back in the day
1: well the stones are probably the worst i what a bad pick remember remember those calendars would you rather or would you rather would you rather (laughs) back spasms or kidney stones uh no, I I'd have to go with the back spasms. And I do not dismiss what you went through. I know, I know, I know, I know how freaking painful that is. Uh, but the stones are yeah. The stone the stones are it moves, Stevie, and uh I don't know. Take me now. Okay, right. God. Yeah, really? take me take take me now. I yeah, saw a s- guy throw out his back uh in the in the clubhouse speaking of, I was at uh at a golf course. I saw a guy throw out his back sneezing. Like he gave it, the, he gave it the big sneeze, and and then just collapsed. And like fell right over on the chair. I don't know, I don't know. Did did his heart come flying out of his mouth there when he sneezed or what? Yeah. So that's well, probably more violent than
0: putting your arm in a hoodie, which is <laughs> what I did today. <laughs> I had hockey last night. I was a little dehydrated. That probably all contributed. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Oh. Uh, but thank God that's over. Well, actually, it's not over. It's happening still. It's just. I was at a ten out of ten as far as pain goes, as far as I know. Right now I'm at about a five, which is godlike relief by comparison.
1: Good. Now you're cooking. A new series, Stevie. Oh yeah, I've been. Yeah, they've been going dry. Uh, The the series have gone dry because I've watched so many, and uh, so I I, you know, I've found the last couple nights I like to sit down and watch my flicks. I'm glad I've seen it, seen it, seen it. Yeah, heard it. No good. Seen, seen, seen. Outlaws on prime who's in that it's good uh the, the well christopher walken is in it it takes place in 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 britain and uh it's it's quite funny it's about seven seven people who have to do community service work okay for for breaking the law uh it's 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 a comedy but it's i gave it a shit it's pretty good yeah six shows one hour i'm halfway through uh so there you go our little netflix updates it's, it's good Christopher Walken staying busy because he's also in one with Adam Scott
0: right now called uh, Severance, which Ben Stiller, I think, is the director of. Oh, wow. I love okay. Severance. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's this wonky thing where these office employees, they basically get something injected in their brain so that when they leave work and go home, they have no memory of their work day and vice versa. So, oh, it's kind of a kind of a sci-fi feel to it. I'm a I'm cu- couple of episodes deep in that, but Christopher Walken is in in the
1: mix with that as well. So, yeah, 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 Trang. Yeah. 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 No, no, I was doing Christopher Walken. I wasn't doing right Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah.
0: that's the All first right. time you've ever tried to do it without announcing Christopher Walken as part of the impression. Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken. <laughs> When two guys reach for the same joke. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, laughing is not easy, I'll tell you that. Oh, Ouch. careful. Careful. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's talk a little hockey because we have been pretty golf-centric. A uh, couple yeah. of updates on stuff we talked about in recent episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. We talked about that kid's story. I guess uh, maybe been a little overblown that Montreal Canadiens' dad and little kid right. that were given a stick by... Nick Suzuki of the Montreal Canadiens at a game in Toronto. It turns out now, according to the Toronto officials, they basically said, this is like 10 minutes left in the game when they basically went up to the little guy and said, hey, fella, you you can't walk around the concourse with a hockey stick due to fan safety protocols. So Mm -hmm. basically they said, we can assist you, though. We'll check the stick until the end of the game because it really is a safety hazard. And so the little guy and his dad Basically said, no, we're not going to check the stick, and they made their own decision to leave the game with ten minutes to go, which is a little different story than we were presenting yesterday on on behalf of these two. So uh, let's put that one to bed
1: because we buried we buried the, the leaf sushers on that one. Even <laughs> <If in> fact, <laughs> why that's let a one story went. get in the way of facts, Steve? Exactly, you know the other expression. Hockey. I got yeah. bang on. Yeah. Or facts in the way of the story. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, the other one was Yevgeny Malkin taking out. I don't know how many teeth he took out on Mark Borbetsky must've been some though Borough doesn't have many to start with and he certainly doesn't play with them. Uh, looks like he's missing, I think maybe five or six to start with right in the front. So I don't know know how many teeth he lost, but uh, the NHL did not take kindly to that. And Malkin has been suspended four games for that cross check on Mark Borbetsky, certainly a popular guy here in town, four games about right to you. I, you know what?
1: I don't think so. Uh Um, i'm I'm trying to think of the last more than four game suspension that I heard of six seven eight game deal uh you would know better than I would but but that one was when I saw it, I'm like, well, there's the biggest suspension that's gonna happen in a long time right that's that's what I thought you know uh like f- like full on cross checking the mouth, aiming for the mouth, grabbing my stick, two handing it, going okay, I'm going to cross-check you in the mouth right now and whammo, uh, you know, premeditated. Uh, I I, I suspect the only reason he didn't get eight games, Steve, because it happened in the heat of the action, I guess, and not headhunting a guy, you know, not jumping on the ice, running after a guy and then cross-checking him in the mouth. So, uh, well, yeah, I I, I thought it'd be six, seven games. Yeah, and it wouldn't,
0: I, I wouldn't have been surprised by that either. In fact, I'd be voting for it, but uh, more on that in a second. But I'm, I've got in front of me the 2021-22 20, NHL suspensions and fines for this year. So Malkin got four there. Interesting that Brad Marchand got six games for his punch on goalie Tristan Jari. Ask yourself for a second, who do you'd rather be as far as victim goes in those two cases? It would be Borvietsky, who basically had to eat graphite in the, in the teeth. Or would you rather be Tristan Jarry, who got punched in the side of the head from Marchand from a distance? By the way, it wasn't exactly like a an absolute roundhouse, but uh, anyway, six games from Marchand, four games for Malkin, and same kinds of players, wildly skilled, both dirty as hell. The other ones would be Jason Spezza, who originally got six games for kneeing Neil Pionk, then that was lowered to four from Gary Bettman, and Brendan Lemieux biting Brady Kachuk. That was a five-game suspension. We will talk about that, actually, that particular case in just a moment in relation to another story that's later in the show. And Evander Kane got a 21-game suspension for violating COVID protocol. So that gives you some perspective on the other big suspensions that have gone down this year.
1: Yeah. So you
0: thought four is fine? Four, I thought, was more than I I thought two or three because of the superstar factor. Uh, It's not not that I think four is excessive. It's a hell, throw 10 at him because, as I said yesterday, I literally think Evgeny Malkin is one of the dirtiest players in all the NHL. He gets away with so much garbage. He's a weasel, superstar player, very talented, mm-hmm. nothing but respect from that point. So you threw, ten at, you threw 10 at him, I would have been fine with that. My expectations, on the other hand, was about two or three, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Owen Power, speaking of Rasmus Dahlin, he's going to have a new line mate. Uh, I don't know if they'll play together. I'm not sure exactly but he's going to have a new teammate as the Buffalo Sabres take on the Leafs and Owen Power was the number one pick in last year's draft, number one overall. And uh, so he slides into the lineup tonight against the Leafs and a bit of history is made there because no NHL team has ever dressed two defensemen in a game who are both first rounders, first overall selections uh, that they drafted. So a uh, very rare thing. Indeed, the sense had a, couple of guys with Chris Phillips, who you know here in mm-hmm. Ottawa, and Brian right. Berard. But Berard never gotten an NHL game with uh, the Sens in a regular season game. So this is a bit of history in Buffalo tonight. When, when's it going to happen for
1: Buffalo, Steve? Oh, God. <laughs> Soon, I think. You know what? I mean, all the talk of the Leafs, right? And the, they haven't done it in 50, whatever years. That is now 55 years. Yeah. Uh, what about what, what poor Buffalo? Yeah.
0: And they've had so many guys that, I mean, you throw Jack Eichel into that affair and, well, of course, we know he's in Vegas now. That went sideways. Remembering when Jack Eichel was drafted, people were wondering, maybe he's the guy and maybe it's not McDavid. Most, I I shouldn't say it in those terms, most people thought it was close, but everybody gave it to McDavid even at the time. But it was one of those deals. And Buffalo was very much accused of throwing games at the end of the season that year wanting to get number one overall, and they ended up mm-hmm. at number two. Your Oilers won the lottery that year and got McDavid. And that's just another example of the sad sackery of the Buffalo Sabres. If they had any kind of luck at all, they would be the ones with McDavid right now.
1: Yeah, they would They would be the team that uh, every time someone pipes up about bad luck with their team, Buffalo going, no, over here, here, yeah, yeah you're going to be okay, okay. Yeah, but what about uh, you know? Nah, yeah, no, no, no. We still we we still beat them in that. Yeah, yeah. Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, you yeah, yeah. We've 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 done far worse than Winnipeg. Yeah. So shut the yeah, fuck it up. Sucks for them. <laughs> yeah, the old
0: that's that old deal. <laughs> if you're a Buffalo uh, fan, you no. Know? But certainly, there's not a case of lack of money because the Pagula family, man, you'd think they were the perfect thing. Like they were. Like Terry Pagula is a mm-hmm. massive Saber fan, and he has kajillions of dollars, and yet right. it's still just not happening for them. They just uh, – let me
1: double-check on
0: the sa- – the, the you know, the the complete sad sackery of the Buffalo Sabres. Buffalo
1: Sabres, yeah.
0: yeah, Exactly.
1: Sad sackery, uh, Buffalo Sabres, sad sackery. We are Buffalo, Buffalo. <laughs> they have not won a
0: playoff round since Uh-oh. the year they went to the Eastern Conference final against the Ottawa Senators. They beat both New York teams, the Islanders and Rangers. Yeah. I guess Buffalo's a New York team too, um, but uh, they lose to the Ottawa Senators in the conference finals. Since that day, they have not won a playoff series, and they've only gotten out of the, gotten into the playoffs twice in that time. So,
1: what 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 year was that against Ottawa? That was two thousand seven. Okay, yeah, that's that's getting yep. up there, and they've so, only made the playoffs twice in the last fifteen years. They've missed Yeesh. ten straight,
0: ten straight years now. They have missed the playoffs. I wonder who's worse?
1: Between who? I'm sure yeah. Who who who's missed playoffs 10 years in a row? Uh I
0: don't Sens? think anybody. I think Sens, the, the
1: sense of did, did they go 10 years when they first started before they made the playoffs? No, no, no. They were uh they, they were got quick? there
0: by they were in there by 97. Their first year was 92-93. Oh, okay. So, I think I'm I'm certain actually Buffalo has the longest current streak of missing the playoffs. And uh, they will, uh, what do you call it? Oh, yeah, they'll keep it rolling for 11 this year. <laughs> <laughs> They've been wildly mathematically. Buffalo! Yeah, that's my Gilbert Godfrey impersonation. Yeah, it's a what good a segue. Uh, it's a good segue <laughs> there for sure. Um, I would like to try. I'd like to join you. I have no voice whatsoever. It's barely hanging on. But that's certainly, Did you ever
1: wonder? I, 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 I have to listen to him again because I used to be able to do it, Steve. Like a lot of my impressions.
0: Yeah, Godfrey died today at uh, the age of 67 after battling a long illness. And there's a slight sense tie-in, if you can believe it, in that uh, as we go to break here, we'll play back because you know that whole deal with Cameo where you basically send a celebrity a script or whatever you want them to do, and they'll do it. They'll just read whatever you want, and your, your your outgoing voicemail, whatever. Well, somebody, after the Senators had taken on Brendan Lemieux of the LA Kings, accused of biting Brady Kachuk. I think was pretty clear he did. He's like showing the blood on his hand. Looks like a snake bit him or something like that. And in a way, a snake did. Anyway, there was a big commentary from Brady Kachuk after the game where he was giving it to Brendan Lemieux. And somebody took, basically transcribed Brady Kachuk's commentary after that game and then sent it to Gilbert Gottfried so that he could read it for him on Cameo.
2: Top Chuck was furious. This is the one time I'm going to answer this, t- said Doc. Chuck. It was the most gutless thing somebody could ever do. This guy, you can ask any one of his own teammates, nobody ever wants to play with him. This guy is a bad guy and a bad teammate. He focuses on himself all the time. This, the guy's just a joke. He shouldn't be in the league. The guy's gutless. No other team wants him. He's going to keep begging to be in the NHL. No other team is going to want him. He's an absolute joke. I can't even wrap my head around it. People don't even do this. He's just a bad guy. Takachuk didn't stop there either. It's outrageous. Kids don't even do that anymore. Babies do that. And I don't even know when he was uh, thinking. He's just a complete brickhead. He's got nothing up there. Bad guy, bad player, what a joke he is, (laughs) Takachuk.
0: So there's Gilbert Gottfried uh, doing a narration of Brady Takachuk on Cameo. So we'll take a time out of the program. Back with more after these words. With dozens of huge insurance companies fighting for your business, rates are incredibly competitive. That means you're better off selecting on fit rather than premiums since they're all pretty close. Are you a client with a boat and a cottage? Or rentals and investments? Let's work together to find the right fit for you. Text 860-6008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is your Ottawa certified pre-owned Ford dealer. They remove all the worries with a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, vehicle history report, purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. That is peace of mind. Check out JimKFord.com today. They're at 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. And if you need help navigating this tough Ottawa housing market, call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. For sellers, Glen's services include staging, painting, cleaning, and, of course, negotiating all the offers coming in. For buyers, Glen has the expertise to help you land your dream home when competing with so many other offers. So if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, contact Glen today, GlenWalton.com. How about Nick Faldo? So at the Masters on 18, one might argue (laughs) that it was Rory McIlroy that gave us the most memorable moment at this year's Masters, even though Scotty Scheffler's win will also be remembered quite well. But Mm McIlroy shot on 18 out of that greenside bunker to get into second place at minus, what is this, minus 7, I think it was. Um, That's a pretty exciting moment. I'm sitting here on my computer watching my computer, but also looking at the TV at the same time, and I'm kind of ignoring it, and I hear the uproar. What happened? What happened? So I saw it after the fact, What I didn't realize when we talked about it yesterday was that Nick Faldo stepped up because this was a recorded moment. The camera was live on Cam Smith making a putt, and mm-hmm. so they went recorded to Rory McIlroy on CBS, and Nick Faldo gave it all away. He gave it all away. I don't want to spoil it, but something incredible has hap- happened. Why would you say that? Anyway, Twitter was upside down raging about what Nick Faldo did there. The, maybe the most special moment, of the masters spoiler yeah. alert, Nick, spoiler alert.
1: Well, I, I, I don't think so. Right. I, like I watch the masters, as you know, uh, you know, very attentively, Steve, I don't, I don't, I don't miss a moment of it. Uh, I've, I've watched, I've watched it since I've been 10 years old, you know, mm-hmm. sitting down with my old man to watch the thing. I, and, um, i really liked it like i said i've never heard you know it it did it catch me off guard it's just when i think back you know he he said you will not believe jim what just happened i don't want to spoil it but but so we can we can show it and i get when he said i don't want to spoil it he doesn't want to say Roy mackerel just chipped in out of the trap you know um it's a big moment for sure because he was in the hunt right he ends up placing second i think at seven under however uh I, I'm putting this thing down, Stevie. This is going down on the list of things that I can't believe people are outraged about. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just—it's like who gives a shit? Who did? Who cares? Who cares? You know, it's not—he's not giving away the winning chip. He's not giving away the—you know—a guy dunking it in the water here, who's got a four-shot lead, and you know, not—it—it it was almost innocuous, really. You know, I don't. Uh, but that's what I take away from that. I'm like, seriously, people, seriously. Uh, and I, I really like Nick Faldo. I didn't believe how much people don't like him uh, prior to that. Um, I think he's one of the great guys of uh, announcing. But yeah, that I'm, I, we're going to make a list, Steve, of of things that outrage people that are not deserving of being outraged, right? And and that would be one of them.
0: I, I'll me. put it under my. I won't put it under outraged. I will put it at eye rolling. In that, yeah, I have an expectation when I watch golf on TV that at least have a sense that it's that it's live, because uh, I, I understand that guys, the key guys in the tournament are, they're, they're taking shots at exactly the same time. You can't do it all live to tell the story right. properly. I get that, but right. that, that just seemed to be a case it's of equip- not really understanding the the moment and. Uh, and, the, and honestly, I would say I didn't like it. Um, I think the well, uh, the CBS would have words. Hey, maybe don't give it away. People want to see this stuff and get a sense of, you know, living in the moment. Uh, but I'm not outraged. Not at all. Well, you I'm didn't just, give I'm it just away.
1: Bas- I'm just basically rolling my eyes at it. Oh, of course you yeah. he did. Here, here's why it's an eye roll, Steve. Here's why it makes no sense. Okay. Uh, first of all, he didn't. He didn't say what it was or who it was. Right. Um, think of this, folks. Okay. If if you are upset that Nick Faldo didn't you know didn't just shut his trap and 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 say what what is normally said Stevie it happens it happens 20 times uh during the masters every year and it is you'll hear the roar of the crowd that you will hear when they're showing another golfer happens right. all day long okay you just heard that roar folks you just heard that roar we're going to go to that right now okay how is that any different than Nick Faldo going? I don't want to spoil it, but here's what just happened a second ago. It's the same deal. <laughs> it's like you know what I mean when I put, you know, hopefully that straightens people out in the, because it like I say all the time. Oh my god, you heard that roar. It's like, okay, well, according to you guys, what what Nick Faldo did was so wrong is the CBS then should be muffling any sounds that come from the golf course. Right. They should be they should be muting any roar that comes from the crowd. So, all you people you get a take back, I hope on that
0: no, you make a good point that does happen a lot, this just seemed more all, in, all the time. This just seems more in your face. I don't want to spoil this, but something incredible has happened, and there's Rory in the sand trap just about to take his backswing and yeah. it just seemed more in your face, but you're right, that does happen a lot when you How hear about the crowd. did it right after unbelievable, yeah, <laughs> same group, and what I loved what I loved same was. Uh, you know they're competitors, right? They're, and they're at that stage. They're both in the top four. They're not going to win all, in all likelihood because Scheffler's got, uh, as of the moment of McIlroy's shot, he's got right. a four-stroke lead on him, and he's got a seven-stroke lead on Morikawa. But the four of them are in top four in that moment, and it was just a great moment. I thought the way that McIlroy and Morikawa engaged after that is a special moment. People will never forget it. At the Masters. Remember those guys when they both made right. that bunker shot on the 18th hole. And, uh, and I thought that was great, and because uh, that's the great thing about golf, you're not totally. you're not you're not coming away from golf with a concussion, um, and you're competing with the other guys. As, but there's always those great moments of a guy got a hole in one, and you're hugging it out, and like just you feel good good for your opponents, even though you're trying to beat each other into the ground, from yeah. at least a metaphorical standpoint.
1: One one of my favorites uh, was Michelle Wee, who's so much expectation right was poured on that chick right when she was. Like she was 14 or something, playing in her first LPGA event. She was going to be the next one. She was going to be a phenom. Right. Um, she was really good. It didn't work out. But but it was smothering, okay, this attention that was put on her. Nike signed a huge deal before she even teed it up in her first pro event. And her mom and dad, okay, were absolutely paralyzing over over that girl. They were just terrible. They, they, they followed her around every single shot. There was a bunch of pressure on her. Anyway... Uh, one of the one of the sort of significant moments in saying just what you're saying, you know, if you're you're top ten man in Masters, like Corey Connors, right? That's huge. That's huge, man. Okay, you get in the next year. It's you know the FedEx points and all that stuff. Um, Michelle we placed second, I think, in a big event in a major U.S. Open, and typical of the fans and and the networks is they were interviewing, going, "What went wrong out there today?" Right. And she she was quivering, uh, it, and her lips started quivering. Obviously, she was emotional. And she turned to the guy and said, "I thought I thought second was pretty good, right?" You know? and and really, we got to remember that when it comes to these things, you know, to, to keep it in perspective. Uh, yeah, if so, I'm I, Cam
0: Smith, I'm I'm just basically when I'm being interviewed after the Masters, I'm basically saying, I'd rather not talk about it right now, if it's okay with you. I, I think that's okay. For a guy to yeah. talk, he had that awful shot that went in the water, and and then the right after you've lost, you're being asked is you know what happened there? Can you take us yeah. through that? I'd rather not relive that actually, not right now. Ask me in a couple of days.
1: Well, you know, he, I, and, I think and, that's okay. And the, yeah, and the most difficult thing about golf, uh, Steve, is to is to try and figure out uh, what why it didn't go well for you. Okay, why? Yeah. So, and the reason is, and they don't like to talk about it, and they don't like to use the word choke, but uh, anyone who knows anything about golf knows that it's, you know, it's it's, it's 95% mental, right? And, and so it's not the first time we've seen a guy collapse, Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy, uh, Greg Norman, right? These massive collapses that have happened. And the answer is, because I choked, you know, or, or the pressure was too much. The pressure was too much, you know? The pressure, Steve, is sometimes on. You know, remember, uh, remember Pete Sampras, man. He used to barf between points. On the, I'm, I'm not being funny. He did, you know. Uh, and and other guys talk about hockey players talk about puking Steve before they step on the ice. You know, it's you know it's a it's not normal. What 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 you're the pressure you're put under. You know, so yeah. uh, that's really the answer. You know. It's well, I found how- it real I was really nervous.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you know, who yeah. isn't? You know, who isn't? Meanwhile, that carries a stigma
0: to it, right? That guy choked. Yeah. It's and yet, awful. Well, yeah, especially in a world now where we're, you know, constantly bombarded with the notion of you need to be sympathetic toward people dealing with mental health. You know, that to 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 still have that stigma existing with that guy choked, he's mentally weak, or whatever it is. That that word choked. Right doesn't seem to jive with the empathy level that we have for, well, pretty much all other elements of mental health in 2022. Would you agree? Uh, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do agree with that. Yep. Still, from Nick Faldo to Adam Schefter and more media missteps, there was uh, sad news on Saturday. I don't know if you saw this story. Pittsburgh Steelers backup quarterback Dwayne Haskins died early Saturday morning. And yeah, uh, most, there? most yeah, he, he was uh, inexplicably trying to cross a major highway like the equivalent of the Queensway at about 630 in the morning on a Saturday. And he got hit by a, a dump truck in South Florida, according to his agent, Cedric Saunders. And so Adam Schefter who's the first to break everything in the NFL. It seems he put mm-hmm. it out on Twitter, uh, the death and, and some other information and fans went upside down. Uh, about the way he kind of worded things. And even by his own volition, he's announced he apologized. It was insensitive. It was a mistake. I can assure you it was not my intention. I wish I could have that tweet back. The focus should Mm. have been on Dwayne as a person, husband, friend, and so much more. Apologize to everybody. But the tweet was was this. Yeah, the tweet was this. Dwayne Haskins, a a standout at Ohio State, before struggling to catch on with Washington and Pittsburgh in the NFL, died this morning when he got hit by a car in South Florida, per his agent Cedric Saunders. Haskins would have turned 25 years old on May 3rd. People were upside down about the reference to struggling to catch on with Washington and Pittsburgh in the NFL, in that that was not the time and place to be outlining the man's failures. He had just been killed in an awful accident.
1: Yeah. I, I guess you got to do over there for sure. Right. Uh, it, it's funny that comes on the heels of this talk we just had about pressure, you know, and I think sometimes these guys got this, this overwhelming, uh, you know, pr- pressure desire to, to have the scoop. How should I say it? What should I do? And, and, and sometimes they rip it out there, uh, and go yikes tilt. Yeah. Uh, I was, you know, I, I lost my, my mind there for a second. Um, yeah, and I, I yeah. don't. I don't think there's anything. Not the end of the world, you know, especially if the guy was was showed some contrition
0: about it. Um- oh, for sure he did, and I think it's a case of Adam Schefter works for ESPN, and when he puts stuff out there, you know, there's a need to be descriptive. For those who don't know Dwayne Haskins, here's how his career's gone. He, he was a runner-up, I think, at Ohio State. If I think, if I recall correctly, for the Heisman Trophy, like two, three years ago, and mm-hmm. so great college player, and, and he he, had, he he went to the NFL and. He still, you know, hasn't really caught on. Uh, it's just, those, those are facts. And right. as you, as, like you say, you know, there's a, there's a time element. You're trying to get it first, trying to get it right. He didn't get it wrong from right. a fact standpoint. Where he got it wrong was from a tone standpoint. And that's not the time that people want to be uh, reveling in any level of anything except good things. And, uh, and yeah, the they,
1: they, yeah, I you know, it wasn't undignified, you know, right. It, it was just to, just to do over, you know, yeah. that the guy gets, well, the, the ones I don't like, cause I wish they would just, I, I I wish when it does happen, uh, is overdoses, you know, when I hear it and, and the, the people say, um, you know, there, there's another one lost to the terrible grip of addiction. And a big part of me goes, really, is that, is that what you want to say today? about about the guy who died can we not just can we not just let him die with dignity you know so that's a, yeah. that, that's kind of my personal angle on it i i, I just never like that you know i never like that and uh or they'll say and the demons you know his demons got the better of him right in in the yeah. death announcement by whoever and and that one's always pissed me off that's a that's just just you know that, this isn't the day for it and and who cares why Who cares why it's, you know, I, I don't need you to do a death announcement of that to, to, to remind me. Okay. Of, of, you know, the, the rampantness of, of addiction, you know, it just, it just never sits well with me when I hear that going, Now I I don't think you should say that, you know, I think you should say the guy was whatever his life was, whatever his life was, you know, who he was and what he was, but, but, you know, let's, let's, let's not you leave that as a final thought with this guy, you know? Right. So. We'll leave our
0: final thought to the Suspendables, which is uh, coming out Wednesday morning. And Theo Fleury was on the program. There's a polarizing guy. He? he's uh, <laughs> He'll say whatever he wants to say. Uh, yeah. But, but uh, so many I mean, what an unbelievable career he has had. Um, what an unbelievable amount of stories he's got from a hockey perspective. He and Russ were able to, you know, celebrate some things they'd done together in their hockey careers and commiserate about others. And yeah. uh, we all know that He's got some interesting ideas about government and the whole whole, uh, pandemic shutdowns and things like that. But there's some other good things. There's some really good stuff in there. Uh, So listen to that on The Suspendables. Right.
1: Stevie. Yes, sir. Some of my best work as an interviewer. Okay. Yeah. Stick handling around him wanting to go there about the prime minister and the truckers. Right. Okay. The convoy, the mass thing and all that. He would love to go there. Jimmy Boy, whoosh, click 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 click, choo, choo, around that hook and drag, Stevie. Score, got yeah, around. I, it. I like. I think we're gonna
0: go. If we're gonna use a hockey reference to your hosting skills, I would say yeah. more like stalwart defender. Yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> Flurry's trying to take you on the inside, and you're just. Don't just you find him he was up. trying to do that? He, oh he yes. Tried to, yep. Yeah yeah. He wanted he wanted to open up about yeah. that. Yeah. Don't you want uh, to talk I, about this, Jimmy? Actually, we want yeah. to go back and talk about the Canada Cup again. And
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, no. you, if you listen to it, you'll you'll. Uh, the reason I bring that up, if you listen to it, you will see how I <laughs> sort of hit him over the head with a mallet going, we're not talking about that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, right. he's great. And what a life. What a life. What a story. Oh, totally. Um, lots yeah. lots and, of and stuff I didn't know. And what a brave guy. What, a, what an absolutely brave guy is what I take away from that.
0: Sounds like a ter- the worst childhood in the universe Ugh, right, we, we know the the stuff that's well chronicled in the newspapers, which is just disgusting. Um, we don't. I didn't go know there. his home
1: life, though, Stevie. One, well, one that's what I was going
0: to follow up with. I had no idea he would had you know uh, his mom and dad had the issues that they had. So anyway, right. uh, listen to that on the suspendables. Closing it out today, I was uh, I wanted to just uh, tip my cap to my followers on Twitter today because. Uh, it's nice to have some levity. Sens are taking on the Detroit Red Wings, so just for fun, I threw it out there. That's just the third time in seven games the Sens are getting the Wings, so I'm gonna basically call it Wing Night. I'm gonna go out and get my, you know, two pounds of wings for dinner tonight. Where should I go? What's your favorite spot in Ottawa for for chicken wings? And people are just having... Oh no, <laughs> people are having a whole <laughs> bunch of fun with that, and it's nice to have some levity on my timeline after the misery that uh, the Leaf fans. Uh, mostly from the Toronto area, were pouring on me because I dared second guess whether Austin Matthews is truly part of the NHL's classic, well-established, well-defined 50 goals in 50 games club. Oh, yeah, Just yeah, absolutely right. crushed me over the last two, three days. <laughs> so it's nice to have some freaking chicken wing silliness to talk about. Anyway, that's Call it Quits right there. Enjoy your day. Our website, stevewproject.com. James, enjoy your day. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at
0: SteveWProject.com.